0: with Mike. Welcome in everybody to mouthing off with Mike. This is episode nine of my WWE only recap show. Are you not sports entertained? This is episode nine. We're going to cover WWE Raw, WWE NXT, and of course, Friday night Smackdown. On this episode, I've got an adjoining episode that accompanies Are You Not Sports Entertained which is going to be Mouthing Off with Mike's Payback prediction. So I'm going to go through the match card. I'm going to give you who I think is going to win at Payback, their respective matches, what I could foretell seeing happening down the line from the Payback Premium Live event. But before we even get there, let's get into Monday Night Raw on Mouthing Off with Mike. Ladies and gentlemen, Welcome to. Now off with Mike, off with off with off with Mike, now with with Yowie, wowie, it's time for Monday Night Raw, and we start off this episode of Monday Night Raw with none other than the Judgment Days, Damian Priest, and Sami Zayn in a match. This is what kicks us off for Raw. Now, if you've watched Raw your entire life or you're a fan of WWE, you know that Raw typically opens with anywhere from like a 5 to 15-minute, sometimes talking segment, sometimes promos, sometimes just an angle being built up to start Raw to kind of navigate into the main event. That is not the case on this episode of Monday Night Raw. What ends up happening is we go right into Sami Zayn versus Damian Priest Which is a pretty solid opening match here for Raw this week. I was thoroughly enjoying it. Now, of course, there's always gonna be shenanigans when the judgment day is involved. Tonight, another example of that. JD McDonough comes on out and he causes a a distraction here and an interference in the match, which leads to Sami Zayn losing to Priest to start Raw. Now, of course. This isn't the end of it. With that being said, Kevin Owens comes on out, KO and Sammy, while Priest is on the ramp watching this happen, they go ahead and they beat up JD McDonough, hit him with a stunner. See you later, JD. So, still not entirely sure if JD will be a full fledged member of the Judgment Day in the weeks to come, but I have a sinking suspicion that jd will probably be in jd the judgment day that is now because of this angle to start raw it in turn we get the announcement by ko and sammy that their tag title match against finn and priest at payback is going to be a steel city street fight we're in pittsburgh for payback so we're kind of getting in line with the steel city Steel City Street Fight. Should be a great match, no doubt in my mind. KO Sammy Finn Priest, four of the top talents in professional wrestling, let alone WWE, going to be a good match here for Payback this Saturday. Raquel Rodriguez, we know that Raquel and Rhea have a date here at Payback for Rhea's Women's World Championship. We got a great video hyping her up, showing how strong she really is. And man, I have been a fan of Raquel's from day one in NXT. So to reignite the feud that we really, really only saw very briefly in NXT between Rhea and Raquel here on the main roster, something I've been waiting for for a long time. You've got two muscly women bumping muscles here. L.A. Night, yeah, or... New York Day, if you know, you know, aka The Miz is here cosplaying as LA Knight. He's got the Tims, the sunglasses, the vest, everything. He comes out and he parodies LA Knight here for their upcoming match at Payback. Now, truth be told here, LA Knight's last feud was with Bray Wyatt. Rest in peace, Bray. Of course, we're still reeling with that news just last week and all of the tributes that wwe has been doing across raw nxt and smackdown since last thursday la knight really hasn't had besides that a a feud since january so he's just kind of been doing his thing gaining fan support as we know the yeah movement on twitter one of the largest fan movements we've seen for a professional wrestler with over twenty-five thousand followers and a ton of support awesome stuff to see LA Knight is just not here tonight. The Miz is playing LA Knight. The crowd, he gets him. He got me. I had a look at my TV three times when he came out. I was like, wait a minute. That's not LA Knight. Wait, that is a No, that is The Miz. So The Miz going back into his bag of tricks. I love The Miz for this. I never want to hear or see Miz slander ever. The guy is so damn good. And the day that we collectively decide to give him his flowers i've already given his him his flowers and his dues but the day that we collectively as a fan base give him his flowers is going to be a day that will be awesome the viking raiders are taking on the new day in tag team action now ringside we've got drew mcintyre and matt riddle mick riddle as what we've kind of been playing along here michael cole build them that Last week, someone had previously said it on Twitter. I think uh, Twitter handles Kenny's Thoughts. He had actually said it that the very first interaction on Raw a couple weeks ago, Mick Riddle would be a good name. They're running with that. So they're looking. Social media team is in full effect for WWE. The Viking Raiders are actually able to defeat the New Day. The Viking Raiders look fantastic. Now, they've lost a couple of good matches here the last couple weeks, but as a whole... The Viking Raiders are booked so much better than they were under a certain McMahon. Because of Drew and Riddle being ringside, the Viking Raiders use that to their advantage. They end up throwing the New Day onto their laps, which in turn enrages the Scottish psychopath, Drew McIntyre, where he takes the announcer's chair and goes to toss it at Eric of the Viking Raiders. He ducks and in turn hits. Xavier Woods. Now we know Woods is going to be not wrestling next week on Raw. He's got quote unquote whiplash. So we're progressing that story. Here comes the ring, a Gunther, the longest modern day reign for the Intercontinental Championship since the Honky Tonk Man. We are just days away from him breaking that record. Gunther is pissed. Last week on Raw, I talked about it very briefly. In my bray wyatt tribute episode last week that gunther loses to chad via count out his first loss on the main roster in over 500 days i believe in my core that the man to dethrone gunther should be and will be chad gable the guy is firing on all cylinders he's been consistent in the ring for over 10 years being with the company, most recently has really gotten to to flourish and showcase his personality. And I think if you need someone to come in and take the title away from Gunther, to get Gunther in the world title picture, heading towards the Royal Rumble, heading towards the fall events, then the only person in my personal opinion that is at least booked well enough to do so and believable enough to do so is Chad Gable. Now, because of this, it sets up a match here with Chad Gable and Ludwig Kaiser. Chad Gable's able to win this match. Didn't doubt that he would get a win here tonight on Raw, but after the match is when Kaiser, Vinci, and Gunther absolutely attack Chad Gable with three-on-one odds here. Shinsuke Nakamura will be challenging Seth freaking Rollins for his World freaking Championship at Payback this Saturday. But before we get there, we get more mind games from Shinsuke Nakamura. This time with those pre-recorded backstage promo videos subtitled while he speaks Japanese. Something that I, like I said last week, something that could have been started almost six years ago when he came to the company. Shinsuke has been built oddly up to this point, but since now being in The spot to take on Seth, his build is really, really good in my personal opinion. I believe that Shinsuke could beat Seth at payback. I'm not going to go into predictions and things like that. It takes the whole point away from my payback prediction episode. But I think this is a really good opportunity to get the belt on Shinsuke, even if there is a money in the bank cash-in that takes place with Damian Priest. I'll get into that more on the payback side. This promo... From Shinsuke, he goes on to say that I am going to leave you broken. I am going to leave you useless. You will not be able to walk your daughter down the aisle when it happens. Shinsuke, man, you're firing on all cylinders for me. This is hitting. He ends up hitting a Kinshasa to the back of Seth while Seth is talking here. And of course, he's targeting that back that we know Seth has fractures in. So, a really great way. To bring this full circle for the feud with Seth's injury, which has me believing potentially Seth could be taking some time off. I don't know. Time will tell. Payback is in just a couple, couple hours here when this episode is live. Quick note here, I want to say Seth Rollins, just like I started this episode and the and the Raw segment, Seth Rollins starts his promo with a yowie wowie. He's wearing the Wyndham armband that most wrestlers were wearing on Raw tonight. And of course, something that was pointed out via Twitter was that Seth replaced one of the side plates on his title with Bray Wyatt's Fiend side plate. So a really beautiful and touching moment and a way to honor a good friend of Seth's. Tommaso Champa is going to be taking on Bronson Reed. Before the match even gets started, Bronson Reed attacks him. We still do get this match and Tommaso Champa wins. Now we know On social media, Tommaso Ciampa is currently running a Find Johnny G campaign where he's got missing posters and he's hanging them up everywhere. There's even a hotline that you can call Ciampa and leave a voicemail about where may have you seen Johnny Gargano. I think it's very clever, and it's a great way to show a different personality from Ciampa. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, Raquel Rodriguez is here, but she's here to attack mommy Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley had come out. She was about to talk and Raquel and her brawl. This was a nice little segment here for Raw and I mean it's building the payback match, you know, of course between the two ladies. The main event of Monday night Raw is going to see the man Becky Lynch taking on Zoe Stark in a falls count anywhere match. This has been the first time in quite some time that the ladies have main evented Monday night Raw. This was a fan Fantastic match. Now, this match, I'd say, was more of an ode to Terry Funk than that Extreme Rules hardcore tag match we saw on Friday of last week. I'm not going to nitpick that. It was one of those it-is-what-it-is situations. But this match here, this I felt was a better honor to Terry Funk because Zoe and Becky go out there and absolutely kill it. They crush the main event. It's a damn good match. I didn't take my eyes off the television. Becky's able to get the win here after some miscommunication via trish and zoe trish is standing there on top of the equipment box over in the crowd kind of in the production area zoe goes to punch becky becky moves she ends up punching trish through a table both of them there's now an iconic meme that i'll post when i drop this episode of the two of them wide-eyed looking at each other then becky does in fact throw zoe through a table and pin her for the win Becky has some great momentum here heading into her steel cage match with Trish Stratus at payback there you have it ladies and gentlemen that's Monday night Raw when I come back we're gonna get into NXt from Tuesday nights some of the best wrestling on Tuesday nights you're gonna find off with Mike NXt kicks off this Tuesday night with a Awesome steel cage match with the Creed brothers Julius and Brutus taken on the dyad of the Schism. Whatever Sean Michaels is doing with this NXT crop of talent, he deserves a medal. Give him the Best Booker Award. Dave Meltzer, give give it to him. Davey Star ratings. Give Sean the Best Booker Award for 2023 because he really is from all levels. From the top of the card to the bottom of the card and in between. It is so good. There are side stories, there are side quests, there are women's stories not centered around the title. There's a whole women's story centered around the title. There's so much happening and it's only two hours of TV weekly Tuesday nights. Once again, guys, sleeping on NXT, wake your asses up and watch some NXT Tuesday. The Steel Cage match. Awesome. It starts off with the Dyad and the Schism members attacking the Creed brothers during their entrance, hauling off one of the Creed brothers to the back while the other Creed brother is stuck in the ring here, fighting a two on one match. Brutus is finally able to make his return back to the ring and he can't get into the steel cage. Joe Gacy's locked the cage door shut. The Dyad are dissecting Julius as he has to sit there and watch. Brutus being a big old meaty man, rips the door off of the steel cage, enters the match officially, and man, oh man, what a banger of a steel cage match. My mouthing off with Mike match recommendation from WWE this week, this steel cage match. Trust me, folks. The Creed brothers are able to get the win, and they are officially reinstated back to NXT. We've got the NXT Global Heritage Cup Invitational kicking off here. We've got two different groups, multiple men in each group in each pool. Basically, it's going to be a point system. You win, you get a couple points, you lose, you don't get any points, goes down to a tie each, get a point. Pretty standard stuff, pretty similar to the G1 Climax for New Japan. So dare I say, this is the baby G1. We've got Butch taking on Charlie Dempsey in a first-round matchup. Butch representing England, the UK, and Charlie Dempsey, whose father we know is William Regal, representing the US. So a little weird there, but of course Charlie Dempsey was born in the US, so he's technically a US citizen. He's rep the US. Love to see it. Charlie Dempsey and Butch, great match here. It was fast. Obviously, there's a lot of things happening on NXT. It's a two-hour show, like I said, so you have to pack in a lot. But a fun little match for the Global Heritage Invitational. Butch gets the win against Charlie Dempsey. Lola Vice and Electra Lopez are going to take on Dana Brooke and Kalani Jordan. Now, unfortunately, Bolivis and Elektra Lopez win against Dana Brooke and Kalani Jordan, and it seems tensions are starting to rise between Dana and her protege, Kalani. We've seen Dana turn into a more aggressive talent since coming to NXT. You can tell she's frustrated. She's lost a couple of good matches in NXT, and that frustration's weighing heavy on her character. So I have no doubt she's probably going to snap here in the next week or two, and kickstart a rivalry with Kalani Jordan. Dijak is going to be taking on Eddie Thorpe here in a grudge match between the two. Eddie Thorpe's got beef with Dijak. Dijak's got beef with Eddie Thorpe. So these two go out there, and they have themselves a, a solid match for NXT once again. This was another good match. Dijak's able to get the win here against Eddie Thorpe. Something to note here, Dijak did write on his gloves hurt and Heal," what we used to see with The Fiend Bray Wyatt do. So I thought that was an awesome ode to him. In another round here of the NXC Global Heritage Invitational, we're going to see Joe Coffey take on Nathan Frazier. And Joe Coffey beats Nathan Frazier. Now, there's a scary moment in this match here where Nathan Frazier is moving so fast across the ropes that he actually ends up whiplashing himself. Now, I don't know if he's heard or anything. Obviously, nothing's come of it. Any reporting since then, but really scary moment. But the guy moves so incredibly fast. He is faster than the speeding bullet, he is literally a real-life Flash. The guy just moves so fast. Kiana James taking on Roxanne Perez and Gigi Dolan and Blair Davenport to determine a new number-one contender for Tiff Tiff's NXT Women's Championship. Now, before we get there, let's talk about some things we saw backstage. Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo have tapped into their history their lineage, and they are no longer Los Lotharios. They will be coming back next week to NXT to showcase this new side of them that we have yet to see. Baron Corbin and Braun Breaker have a nice little interaction backstage. Dirty Dom will be the special guest referee for Dragon Lee and Mustafa Ali next week on NXT to determine who Dom will face for the NXT North American Championship at No Mercy September 30th in Bakersfield, California. NXT Anonymous spotted Fallon Henley recruiting Miles Bourne to join Briggs and Jensen. And Thea Hale has ditched class for Chase U, and instead will be going out and hanging out with JC Jane. Interesting to note. Ilya Dragunov has beef with the Metaphor group. Looks like Ilya Dragunov will be in action next week against one of the Metaphor members. And of course, Trick and Mello. have A little bit of a misunderstanding, so we're starting to hint to... Those two may be clashing at some point down the line. The seeds have been planted. And coming back to your main event here of the evening, like I said, Kiana James, Roxanne Perez, Gigi Dolan, and Blair Davenport are main eventing NXT. So Raw and NXT, both ladies main eventing here. Awesome to see here. Shawn Michaels, like I said, he's been cooking with the women's division in NXT. If I were to rank the women's divisions across professional wrestling right now, Outside of, of course, stardom, the Josie stuff that, you know, listen, I can't really speak on. I know some names, but it's not something I religiously watch. Now, if we're talking major wrestling companies, you know, between AEW, WWE, Impact Wrestling, at least from the state side, I-, I gotta give it to NXT here. NXT's women division is is up there. It's it's at least in the one spot or at least one B to Impact Wrestling's women division, which is the one A in my personal opinion. The AEW women's division, I, I would put bottom of the pack there with third or second, if you want to put it, uh, the WWE main roster division, you know, Raw SmackDown. This is a banger, a banger of a fatal four-way to determine the number one contender. Now, to be honest, I wasn't sure who was going to win this match. I actually, being, you know, social and trying to stay on social media, I did happen to check out and tweet that, Honestly, Kiana James in a feud with Tiffany would be money for me. You've got a self-made businesswoman with Kiana going head-to-head with daddy's little girl who was handed everything. The story writes itself. And man, I spoke it into existence because Kiana James wins the Fatal 4-Way and is your new number one contender for the NXT Women's Championship. Now, this match is not taking place at NXT No Mercy the end of the month. It's taking place next week. On NXT. Now that caught me off guard. So that could maybe lead that Kiana probably will be unsuccessful or someone's gonna come out and screw this matchup for Kiana. I think this right now, between Tiffany and Kiana, you have an opportunity to take Kiana James being a heel businesswoman. She tried to buy, you know, Fallon Henley's family bar a couple uh a year ago almost. Take her as this heel businesswoman, turn her into a face businesswoman. Make her make her a good guy for this feud, at least for Tiffany. Because Tiffany is a heel. You don't want to root for Tiffany. She's been handed everything in her life. She's beautiful. You know, from a from a wrestling psychology standpoint, Kiana is the good girl in this feud. And of course, Tiffany's the bad girl. I think you need to lean into that heavily. Lean into that angle that Kiana James was never handed anything, that she worked her ass off. To be a highly accredited businesswoman in a male-dominated business world. That right there, if they tap into that, you'll buy everybody in on this feud. Thanks for checking out NXT if you did this week. If you didn't, once again, don't sleep. Go watch NXT next week. When I come back, we're going to finish off with Friday Night Smackdown. And then the final mouth-off with Mike. Stay tuned. Mouthing off with Mike. Mouthing off with Mike. Malling off with Mike. Back here on Mouthing Off with Mike. And we have none other than the 16-time world heavyweight champion, John Cena. Dun, 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 kicking off Friday Night SmackDown. So, always great to see John on our television screens like usual especially when we know that this is probably one of those final times or second to last or third to last. It's kind of up in the air right now. Johnny boy, as we know, is getting up there in age. He's going to be 47 years old. So collectively, I think all of us just took a took a shot right to the childhood with that. Uh, we are getting old, folks. I remember seeing John Cena bust on the scene as a young, young kid, the prototype into the doctor of Thugonomics, And, you know, I think that molded our early childhoods for the most part, at least my generation when it comes to wrestling. And then of course, you know, now into his later stages and, you know, the transition to Hollywood. So it's always great to see John back where it all started for him. And he comes out and he makes the announcement that he is in fact going to be the host of WWE Payback Live from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, later this evening. If you're listening to this show Saturday morning, then tonight. If you're not and you're catching up on this on another day, then it's coming past and there's probably a banger of a pay per view or premium live event, as they say. This promo from John to start SmackDown does, in fact, lead to one Jimmy Uso coming out. And Jimmy's got a new theme song, and I gotta say, Put in the uh, the John Cena bump in with the headphones meme here because I got to say, it's a bop. Jimmy's got a, a fresh new theme song. Very funny to note that when they showed his name during the entrance, <laughs> they had three M's in his name. So tonight, Jimmy Uso was Jimmy Uso. But he comes out and he confronts John Cena and those two go head to head in a very small promo battle to start. Friday Night SmackDown. Uso tells John Cena. I'll get to the kind of the spark notes here. Tells John Cena that John is just like Roman Reigns. The only difference is John does it with a smile. John says, hold on, wait a second. You know, you said you got your you got your piece off here, and I'm gonna get mine. For three years I've been waiting to say this. John throws up the one and he goes, the wrong Uso quit. And, of course, Jimmy tries to hit John with a super kick. John, uh-uh, that's not happening tonight for his return to SmackDown. Hits him with the old AA and attitude adjustment to Jimmy Uso. And John stands tall to start Friday Night SmackDown. The first official match of the evening here is going to see copy and paste Grayson Waller and Austin Theory taking on the LWOs, Rey Mysterio and Santos Escobar. Hey, I gotta be, I got to admit it here. This was a fun tag team match to start Friday night SmackDown. We're advancing. Of course, we've got payback. Rey Mysterio, Austin Theory. Theory's rematch for the U.S. title. Santos Escobar obviously has beef with Theory. And who better yet to pull into this than Grayson Waller, the dynamite from down under. Theory and Waller have have a very, very bright future ahead of them. They're supremely talented in the ring. And it just seemed that, of course, poor Theory, you know, just lost his momentum following, you know, the big WrestleMania win against Johnny Boy. Copy and paste Grayson Waller and Austin Theory get the win over the LWO after Santos Escobar tries to save Ray from a cheap shot from Theory, ultimately leading to the team's demise tonight. Another tag team match here that we will see on SmackDown is going to be Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn taking on the LWOs Joaquin wild and Cruz del Toro KO and Sammy dominate here. They get the win while they are making their entrance to this match after Bobby Lashley cuts the promo as to why he's aligned himself with the street profits. And it's simple as real recognize real baby. I'm here to support the street profits. They support me. We recognize each other's talents and we're coming for power and championship gold. So as KO and Sammy make the entrance to this match, there's a little bit of a, of a face-off, uh, a standoff between the Street Profits and Lashley and the undisputed WWE Tag Team Champs, KO and Sami Zayn. So I like the seeds being planted. I like the Street Profits being built back up. And overall, I really like where we're headed here with the tag division on SmackDown. They're starting to put the, the work back on the the SmackDown tag division now. They were putting the work all on the Raw side. Now they're starting to put it on the SmackDown side. And you have such a deep tag team division across WWE, let alone on each individual show. This is what was needed for a a little bit of time. Ladies and gentlemen, speaking of promo battles, we get ourselves one of probably the top promos that we've seen from LA Night Yeah and The Miz, truthfully, in quite some time from The Miz. These two, you can tell, love this business, and they will do anything in their power to entertain the fans. It's clear and evident. Folks, I said it earlier when I was talking about Raw and The Miz and personally LA Knight on Raw this past week. The Miz gets his flowers. I have always been a fan of The Miz. Even as a kid and his wild antics that he would pull back then, I thought The Miz was so fucking good. He's so good to this day. 17 years later, guy, doesn't matter when, losing, does not matter what he's doing, who he's in a program with, he will go out of his way and he will make you shine But he also makes himself shine in the same process. So supremely talented. And and honestly, for a lot of fans, underrated. You guys are missing on some of the Miz's magic here. LA Knight and the Miz. Now listen, this promo is tough for me to call. I honestly threw a poll out there here on the social medias. MOWM underscore podcast. Because I was so stumped. Because both of those guys made valid points. The LA Knight promo side of it was fire. You know, he, he goes on to tell them, listen, you're living in the past. Talk about, oh, you got a TV show and all this. Your wife is the star of the show. I'm going to send you broken and battered back to her. And when you when she realizes that, you know, she's a little lonely and you're useless, have her give me a call. Boom, cutting deep already in the promo, telling him he's going to try to fuck his wife. Wow. Intense. Then the Miz tells him look look, you're 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 a failure. You you've been doing what for the last 20 years? I've been here for the last 20 years. Took me three years to get here. Took you 20. Whoo! Deep cuts. Telling Ellie Knight he lives in a a roach-infested apartment. Go back, watch this, and listen. Because these two make money here. They sold this match. In three weeks. And I will tell you right now, a match that I am super excited about, this one between LA Knight and The Miz. Yeah. Just because of the work that those two men have done to sold me on this feud. And I I think after payback, that's it. Whoever wins, wins. Should be LA Knight. Don't let those two see each other for quite some time. Maybe when one of them is holding a title and then you can really start getting into the deep deep cuts with this but money here from Miz and LA Night. Shotzi's going to take on Bailey here this evening, damage control in Bailey's corner. Shotzi, as we know a couple weeks ago, almost dating back maybe a month or two, shaved her head because Bailey cut her hair. We know that Shotzi did it, you know, to support and show solidarity with her sister who's battling cancer. So thoughts and prayers there. But she comes out and she debuts the spike look. And dude, honestly, it was pretty rad. Like, pretty metal as hell. Like, she's badass. I give her props, man. Shotzi beats Bayley with the help of Charlotte Flair. And this is going to lead to Charlotte and Shotzi taking on Bayley and EO next week on SmackDown. Interesting stuff here, to say the least, when it comes to the women's division. One women's match on SmackDown, not that long. You probably know what I'm going to say in the final mouth-off today here when it comes to this week in wrestling on the WWE side, when it comes to the women's division. You've got two shows, Raw, SmackDown, five hours of combined television time, and I think there was maybe two to three women's matches, segments. Now, hear me out. Becky and Zoe did main event Raw. Awesome. The ladies on NXT, the Fatal 4-Way, main evented awesome obviously we know smackdown is the bloodline show so the recurring theme here throughout the evening was the bloodline jimmy uso's story jimmy uso is kind of doing his thing now Wants. honestly i don't know if wwe was playing up the whole cm punk rumors thing about him being a menace backstage but i could not help but feel what jimmy was doing tonight was kind of wwe's way of throwing a little petty shade i I don't know that for a fact, and I don't want people to take this and run, you know, run it up and and you know dissect this and oh you're an idiot or whatever. It just felt like there was something there because Jimmy was an absolute menace to everyone, backstage staff, fellow talent. John Cena tells him, you know, you should have quit. The wrong USO quit. Then AJ Styles tells him, leave, we don't want you here, which leads to Solo pushing AJ, leading to the main event this evening of SmackDown. First time ever, the phenomenal one, AJ Styles, taking on the enforcer to your tribal chief, Solo Sokoa. A can't miss main event for me tonight. First time ever match, you got me right there and then. Great match between AJ and Solo Sokoa here. Solo Sokoa is a supremely talented wrestler. No doubt in my mind that man will be a future world champion in WWE. AJ Styles, still one of the best to ever do it in the ring. My only gripe about this whole thing was during the backstage segments, the rest of the club, Gallows and Anderson, after interacting and Mia Yim, who was disrespected by Jimmy tonight, like one of the other talent, right? They don't want to be involved in the bloodline. They're like, come on, guys! Don't worry. We don't want to be involved in this nonsense. You know, get out of here. Let's get, let's get out of here. Let's go hit the, hit the bars, hit the taverns. And I, I don't, I don't know what, why, why? The good brothers that I know and love, that I fell in love with, them boys would be ready to go on and take a fight. So this was like a character flaw for me, from what I'm used to. Them boys were always ready to fight and drink beers i don't know what's going on there was there like some doubt are they you know were they doubting aj i don't know something to something to definitely take a note out and kind of pin in the back of our minds and maybe see if there's something going on there with the the oc the club aj and solo have a good match paul hammond comes out midway distracts aj after this aj gets back on course he's about to get the win but Jimmy Uso comes out and interferes, grabs the legs from underneath Styles. Solo's able to hit a spike and a one, two, three. After the match, Jimmy runs in the ring, hugs Solo, and Solo's about to spike Jimmy, but Paul tells him, No, 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 stop. Don't do that. And it seems that they've played us all along, and maybe Jimmy is in fact going to rejoin the bloodline. There's stories here. I don't know what's going to happen with this bloodline story. We don't know when Roman's coming back. I hope he's coming back in the next couple of weeks. I'm hoping, personally, he's back for the SmackDown. I'll be attending in a couple of weeks. I digress. Jimmy has his own story now. Jay has left WWE. You know, now it's been a couple of weeks. What is going to happen next? When we come back, we're going to get into the final Mouth Off with Mike. And that'll be it for the show. Stay tuned. Mouth-off. Mike, now off, with mike, now off. with Mike. if you made it this far in the show then you know that it is time for the final mouth off with mike truthfully i don't really have too much to talk about i'll leave you with this professional wrestling is awesome right now there's things to complain about of course there's things that you can nitpick but for the most part I've been thoroughly sports entertained this week on the WWE side, Raw, NXT, and SmackDown, of course. We got Payback this weekend. Looks to be an exciting show. I'm not going to cover the Payback predictions here. I do have an accompanying episode that will come out. So if you listen to this before then, that episode will be, you know, 10, 15 minutes. I'll, I'll go through the match card, give you my winner's and kind of predict what I think is going to end up happening with the matches, what I think will happen going forward. For the most part, good week of pro wrestling. Love to have John Cena back here. You know, we needed uh, we needed that right now. You know, we really needed a, a guy like John Cena to, to kind of come back. You know, the news, of course, of Bray Wyatt's passing still really felt throughout the wrestling world. Uh, I don't think we will really truly process and come to terms with this for quite some time, at least myself personally. WWE has been incredible. Go get yourself Bray Wyatt merchandise on WWE Shop. All of the proceeds from his merchandise sales go to JoJo and his children, so it would be awesome to see that. As for me and nodding off with Mike, stay tuned. I've got some things in the works. I don't want to talk too soon about them because I don't want to jinx them very... I'm very much like that. If you know me personally, you know, I don't like to talk too much about stuff. I kind of like just let, let things play out. And then as, as we get closer to those things, I'll make a formal announcement, but I do have some really, really freaking big ideas for the show coming up in the next couple of weeks. I've got some awesome ideas for some new creative content. Uh, and of course, looking at a hopeful potential debut on the video aspect side in the coming weeks, and then of course, something fun for October. So we're not gonna get into details on that. As for the most part, thank you so much here for listening to Mouthing Off with Mike. From your host here, go check out the description of this episode. Got all sorts of fun links, affiliate links. If You want some merch from WWE Shop? Go ahead, use my link. Get yourself some new shirts, some new gear. If you need a new energy drink, Go check out W Energy. I got a 10% off code in the description of the episode. And honestly, folks, just go out there, watch some damn pro wrestling, enjoy it. Don't forget to follow me on the socials at M O W M underscore podcast. Thanks for listening. Till next time. Now off with Mike, now off with Mike, now off with Mike.